Hi everyone, this is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. everyone and welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast. My name is Carrie Bellog, the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies, where we talk to local entrepreneurs and small business owners about their brands and how they've built their brands and how they are continuing to build their brands. Uh, today we have Marcy Reagan. She is the founder and owner of Relish Your Chef Personal Chef Services. And she is amazing. We worked together in the past and she has just blown me away with her talent. Oh, and no, I'm not I'm um, not joking. She really I mean, when I say she jumps into every single ingredient, like 150 percent, I mean, it is really um, incredible how, she, you know, all the passion she puts into, um, you know, her craft. So welcome, Marcy. Hi, Mary. <laughs> nice to see you. It's nice so fun to, to hang you out. Too. I know. Um, so tell us a little bit about your company and how you got started. Uh, well, um, my company is Relish Your Chef. I am the uh, head chef. I'm also the head dishwasher. Um, <laughs> she does it all. Yeah, I do, I do it all. <laughs> and uh, I'm a personal chef and caterer. I also like to educate people on how to cook, and um, I love to make sure people are well-fed. That is that is my ultimate goal. I like to find out what makes people tick. Everyone has some sort of food thing, and everyone has this, you know, a different need. And I like to bring custom solutions to my clients. So you actually are, um, you know, a custom chef. So you actually go to a home, you sit down with the family and you go through their, their loves, their hates, allergies, um, everything about their food preferences. It's like a deep dive into their, it is really their food, um, history and soul and, and desires. And you really come up with a custom menu for the whole family, correct? I, I right? do, I do. So I find that in this day and age, just like education, um, it's not one size fits all. Everyone has, you know, allergies are obviously a big concern, but people just have certain likes and dislikes and certain ways that they want to eat or like to continue eating. So I really like to make sure that I f my menus and my food f are custom solutions for my clients. Um, I wasn't always like this. Uh, I started out with just, you know, menus and pick here and pick there. And then I soon realized that if I would like to have a, a business, that yes. it would be good to have a catch-all and see what I can do. I'm very, um, I'm very knowledgeable of food trends. So for me, I, I like finding the custom solutions. I like interviewing my clients. I kind of have like a four-page interview. Likes, dislikes, I have barometer questions. Mm -hmm. Um allergies of course are important um and i really just take it from there and i think that's so cool because when you um cook a dinner for your family you're right it's like everyone really has to everyone, like whatever you're making it's but, true but you you really you know you'll do special dishes for the kids or or whatever you know they are they're into and really make it unique mm -hmm. to everyone's preference when i was growing up i it was you know i, I think in just the, uh, the American culture was, you know, we're having chicken tonight and that's what we are having. As 
things have evolved, um, it's a nice thought, but that's not really how people eat anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that how people eat in my home? Yes, um, because that's just <laughs> that's just the way it is. But um, yes. but I had to learn in having children, let's say, or learning about allergies or personal preferences or food aversions that you have to you have to be able to mix it up and you have to be able to accommodate everyone because food needs to be accessible to everyone. You just don't want to be stuck eating the same thing. Sure. Um, it's better for your diet. Yeah. No, that's that's so true. And and um, I was curious, how you how did you get into um, being a personal chef? Like, what, what was your background? Did you did you study to food? Or yes. Did you- well, first, uh, firstly, I've been cooking since I was like seven or eight years old. Um, everyone in my family cooks. Um, my mom, the, mom was a very good cook. Um, all of my sisters cook. My stepmom mm-hmm. is an amazing cook. My dad is a good cook. Uh, my grandmother lived with us growing up. Did you up. used to fight in the kitchen? <laughs> no, no. Isn't no, this we're cooking very, tonight? <laughs> no, no, we're all very supportive. And it's good for holidays because oh my not goodness, everything I'm falls away. Over. You should. They're all really good cooks. Um, so I've always been cooking. Uh, I went to Rutgers uh, undergrad, and I was a psychology major, which mm-hmm. is also very helpful in the sure. restaurant business. Oh. Um, so, But I really worked in restaurants a lot, and I had always been cooking and practicing mm-hmm. out of cookbooks. I had the opportunity after I graduated from college to work in a restaurant in Perugia in Italy. Oh, and nice. I had money saved up from working in a restaurant. I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go. Oh, and gosh, I did. So, so my parents thought that I was bananas. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and it was... You're like, ciao. Yeah. <laughs> See it was 1996? No, seven. Okay. Uh, so there's no internet. You know, there's like no real internet. Oh, yeah. No, no nothing. In touch with yeah, you. my dad's like, you're, uh, you're going where? With the He's like, yeah. <laughs> my dad's like, you're going where? Well, that doesn't really sound safe. And that wasn't even. A, I mean, at the time, you know, you either go to Rome, Florence, or Venice. Yeah, like, I went. I went to Perugia. Like, Perugia. Perugia. Yeah, excuse me. yeah. In you know uh, the green heart of Italy of Umbria. So I mm-hmm. went there, and you know, and how was that time just uh, oh. absorbing the culture, learning a different way to eat, taking time to eat, understanding seasonality. Um, I didn't really understand that at the time, um, but I immersed myself in it, learned Italian, worked in the kitchen, which was a very international kitchen, which was kind mm-hmm. of awesome because I worked with people from um, Iran, Iraq, uh, all over Italy. Um, so you must have picked Pakistan. up so many different. Well, not necessarily. Um, it was just it was just a, just a great experience yeah, to be yeah. involved with different people with different perspectives um i wasn't allowed to i was allowed to work in the antipasti contorni station mm-hmm. which was you know putting together things cold station um but you know looking around i was able to pick up lots of other things just you know it changed my life it was amazing that is so neat and in italy you know food is is the priority like everything is around when you're they're eating mm-hmm. and you know, as opposed to the U.S., I feel like where people, you know, right. put that down on the list. I mean, they have they, – there's a bit of respect that I learned there. I mean, they do have, you know, the tavolo prontos there, which, you know, the quick, you know, grab-and-go type yep. place. Mm-hmm. It's not really, you know, fast food. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's pretty still pretty it's delicious. So yeah. Um but it was, you know, just learning a different way of life, being out of the bu- of bu- New Jersey bubble, learning a different perspective – understanding that people live mm-hmm. a different way. I mean, I was there in the fall with the porcini mushroom Ooh, harvest. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Uh. They b- brought these, you know, wooden crates of 
perfectly unblemished porcini mushrooms. And, you know, we would eat the kitchen staff because we would all have family meal together um, okay. before service for the night. And, you know, we'd eat the scraps, but they were the most beautiful, like porcini mushroom scraps, uh, in quotes, yeah. that, you know. You could imagine. So wow. it really, it changed my life. So but, then I, after that experience, I, you know, I ran out of money. Okay. Because I, I wasn't paid. <laughs> like we all do in yeah, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't paid. I, they, I did, I did have free room and board basically. Um, but, uh, you know, I ran out of money. So I came home and then I went to culinary school. Okay. So I am a trained chef. I'm a French trained chef from the French Culinary Institute. All right. Now it's nice. the International Culinary Center because they've let a few more countries in there. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I learned classic French technique. Wow. So I use it every day. And so how did you start? Did you start, um, like, how did you know you wanted to make this into a business? Did you did you immediately start looking for clients, or did just it come naturally? Like, people just started asking you to cook for them? Well, what was um, the start let me like? see. I, I, had been a co- I had been a cook when I moved to the Monmouth County area, and I got a, the, the job I was able to get was as a pastry chef at Mumford's Culinary Center, mm. which is amazing place and I was able to learn pastry which I really wasn't very proficient in and um, as a savory cook it's really great to understand how to make pastry it's it's a it's a a huge deal very popular at the school bake sales I mean it's 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 a great it's a great skill yes Um, I'm very thankful for that Um, and then I had children and then I was kind of put and I did not work uh, professionally as a cook um but got under got to understand a little bit more about how kids eat and how they come to eat, which is also important um, for my business going forward. Um, and then I kind of had like a a very let's call it a painful life shift, <laughs> um, where my uh, ex husband, who is I will kindly call him a swindler, um, left my children and I in a really tough situation, and um, I went to work at a restaurant in Asbury. Um, they wanted to change my hours and cut my pay. I mean, I loved working there because it, it kind of got my chops. I got, you know, back in the mm-hmm. in the throes of working the line and, you know, just getting that, you know, pun intended, like fire back. Yeah. Um, yep. And then they wanted to change things around, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I With wanted to be home for my two kids. Two boys. Yeah, I wanted to be. Them. Yeah, it's managing kids. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> um, so then I decided. Then yeah, I was. I was with some friends, and uh, somebody that I kind of knew said, "You know, I think you should cook for me." I said, "Okay, well, let's find out what that means." Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a few different iterations of how that worked in the first year, but when I finally got. A one client who really believed in me and loved what I was doing and was consistent and I got to know her mm-hmm. that year I really got to hone my service a little bit more so it took a little while to get there um, but I was so I was kind of forced to do my business mm-hmm. um, I think that there's a reason usually for everything so I think that um I think there was just a reason for me to do it. Like life wasn't like done calling. with like yes. d- life life wasn't done. They were like, okay, you're not gonna you know, being a stay at home mom is a working job, like for sure. Yes. Um yep. but life was maybe saying you you have something else left in you. It's time to you're gonna push yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Um so there you go. That's 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 my business. That's a great story. I didn't um know all the, the background to it. And I was gonna say, like it just seems like you've been doing this for so long because your your branding is so great and you do such a good job at um 
you know, uh, promoting yourself, but I actually feel like people have been coming to you because of the word of mouth buzz. I feel like this year you've gotten a lot of press and just by doing what you do so well, people are talking about you and I just see your brand um, being recognized. And, oh, I know Marcy. Oh, she did the John Bon Jovi Soul Kitchen uh, dinner. Well, or yeah, that was a, that was was a big help. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, kind of, you know, and, that was um, you know, I hear it. People are definitely, um, you know, talking about you. So good things, right? Uh, uh, all okay. good things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> absolutely. Um, how do people usually find out about you? Is it is it just word of mouth? or Well, um, first word of mouth. I mean, the word of mouth of 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 moms and women is very yes. strong. Busy moms, you know, too. Busy it's like, moms. I just need this. And, you know, uh, that's it. it uh, it's like 80 something percent of the house household finances are directed by the woman in the household, you know, working or not. So they make all of the, the decisions. Um, I like taking care of moms um, because I am one myself and I understand what it, it's nice to ask for something yes. and then it's done and it's done in a meticulous way to your specific like someone's taking care of you. Like someone's taking care yes. of you. That's really all nice. All moms need that. Yeah, yes. everybody does. Um, so, yes, a lot of word of mouth. Um and then, you know, through the just amazing fortune of me getting good press mm-hmm. and being in publications like the Asbury Park Press or being associated with New Jersey Mom or being associated with the JBJ uh, Soul Kitchen Foundation, that's really great for my SEO, my mm-hmm. search engine optimization. Yeah. So I know that in searches um, with the Internet that, you know, on, on the Googles that I come up I'm usually one of the first uh, personal chef services that's listed. I own the relish page. I mean, so yeah, that's, that's great. Imp- that, I mean, that has been important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always ask people how they sure, found me. How they found you? It's always yeah. interesting to know how they they found me. So yeah, no, that's, that's that's usually how. Well, you're doing um, a great job, and and I was going to ask you um, also in line with that branding yourself. Um, you know how. I find it hard to brand myself. It's easy for me to brand other people, but right. you're doing it all. You're cooking, you're doing your social media, you're marketing yourself. I am. Like, <laughs> it's true. It's so, very true. Um, so tell me a little bit about that journey. And also, um, can you mention the rock and roll references in oh, some of your right. Instagram stories, which I love. <laughs> so how do you find all that? Because you're re- like, it's really, a, you know, a new day and age on, you know, Instagram stories. Like you have right. to be on it. Well, it's important, whatever, whatever piece of um, a social media tool, let's say Instagram, because that's the one I'm most familiar with, whatever piece of a new facet of their functionality that they're presenting, you need to jump in and start using it because that just helps you be found in other people's Mm -hmm. searches um, or in their feeds. So you really have to embrace what they're doing or at least know what's going on and know if it is for you or, or not. I like Instagram stories because they, you know, they disappear. You're pretty I, funny on there. Too. I, I try. <laughs> I try. I like um, I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, I like to be, because, you know, they disappear uh, and it's a little cuckoo. Yeah. Um, but No, it's awesome. It like, I love me. following your journey. You're like at Whole Foods and you're making this funny comment about, I don't know, a produce item. Like, I'm, well, things are funny. I mean, I can't, like, <laughs> I, look, I look at, like, broccoli in a new light now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I, um, my, my journey, what, what were you saying about my journey? Oh, your journey. Oh, my branding, know, journey. branding journey. I don't know. I am pretty. Putting yourself out there, which is not easy. It's not easy. I used to not want to do that at all for a fear of failure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very 
I didn't I didn't want to expose myself. It was very challenging to expose myself. Like I said, I was forced to kind of show myself. So yeah. my family, my friends knew who I, you know, who I am, but I was kind of just fear of failure or criticism mm-hmm. or something. So I've kind of let go of all that. It's still hard. Yes. Chefs I me, I am you know, I am a little insecure sometimes. I'm kind of, I'm really hard on myself. Um, so doing all of that and forcing myself to get out there and have that growth mindset, which is a great book if anyone wants to read Ooh, it. The growth uh, mindset. Yeah, it's a great book. Uh, just like keep going, keep mm-hmm. trying, mm-hmm. just keep moving. Um, yeah. So I, um, I don't know. It's kind of, I have a, just a certain way, I think, you know, in terms of like branding myself, I have a certain way that I have always been and my mom always encouraged mm-hmm. me to be like I like to you know I like to talk to people I like to make people feel good about themselves I carry myself in a certain way that I like to be polite I don't know that I like that's I think part of my brand because it's like more of a white glove brand and I want mm-hmm. people to feel like they are taken care of and um I don't know like I want to like my pictures on Instagram are pretty meticulous because I want people to feel that when they have a meal from me that it has been everything is diced to a certain way you know things are taken care of in a very clean and meticulous manner but my Instagram stories are more my personality yes. I guess so yeah um, when you're cooking food for someone it's a, kind of an intimate experience and you want them it always to be like I always want it to be like clean and meticulous but you know, full of flavor and love sure, and delicious sure. and all that stuff. But I think but, that those little details, like details really oh, yeah. matter to me. It shows you care so much and you're really, um, you know, uh, giving it everything you have. And I, I, I try. That's uh, I cool. try. And also chefs know, I mean, chefs are celebrities now. So everyone is has a name and... You know, I think you're. Yeah, that's 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 where I am next year, <laughs> Carrie. That was my next that's, question. That's my next. You know, I just we have um, a TV show in the works. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, my own TV show. Didn't you see my stories yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I created my own show in there my own go. head, <laughs> um, and then I, sh- <laughs> then I shared so it. So, where do you see yourself next year? Like, I know right now you are. Well, you're, are you a one woman show? You have people. To I do. Well, I did. You know, do you I want to hire more people. I or? oh yeah, I do. Um, I did just hire an assistant, so she helps me a few hours a week with awesome. paperwork and stuff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's really together. And if anybody needs somebody, I have a recommendation. All right. Um, she's super together and um, does things that I would want her to do um, without asking. And I really like that she has that That's intuitive, find, yeah. yeah, that intuitive piece to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, I need a I need a driver and a prep cook and all those things, but I really I need people who are going to represent my brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I want people to feel comfortable. You know, with with you know my cho- my choices. Yeah, especially you know that's that's important. You want somebody to represent your brand. Yeah, and and care for it. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not it's not their necessarily their baby, but understand that. And respect the hard work that's gone. Yeah, definitely you know, to build it. But it's um, it's definitely been um, a, a, there's been great word of mouth buzz because I found you through a friend who said, right. "Oh my gosh, do you know Marcy? She is like you know the most amazing personal chef in the area." And oh no, I don't know Marcy. So she put us in touch, and we just 
you know, chatted for hours. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> we would have never left the coffee shop. We it was never so have, good. I've left, but but it was through word of mouth buzz and through the community that people are right. talking about you and you aligning with you know different. Um, partners uh the summer we did the court natural wine club launch right. that you catered which was so much fun it was a beautiful that event was awesome so thank you it again great. for supporting and um well that's what that i like about fun. you know aligning myself with like-minded businesses it's good for everyone yes you know yep. the sum is greater than the parts like working with court wine club and you know the wines are beautiful you know you don't have to worry about sulfites or anything when you're drinking them and then you know me creating menus with nick and us playing Mm -hmm. off each other is really has been a beautiful relationship and that's something you're so good at too like when nick pairs the wine with foods like that's so over my head but you but as a chef too you really and you know your wine so you are (laughs) I know, but you like you know. Some people might cook, but they really don't. I don't know, know how to pair with wines. But you do. Right. You and Nick were like, you know. Yeah, you said we spoke off. the same you, language. You definitely speak a language that. Well, I is have. So, I think it's so cool to know all that. What pairs with the salty and the sa- and the sweet? Well, it's about experimentation, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a little bit about talking and bluffing. Yeah, and sometimes, <laughs> <It sounded> like, <laughs> and sometimes. It's just trying to understand the, pro, you know, it's just trying to understand the profile. I I don't know if this is unique. My husband, who is an artist, he thinks it's unique. Um, I have the, like, the distinct ability to taste things in my head. So I can kind of figure out how flavors work together. Ooh. Like, I taste it ahead of time. So if someone says to me, oh, let's try this, this, and this. Like, oh, if we added, like, a little bit of lemon, like, I think that would be the sour to 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 brighten and mm-hmm. and maybe provide that balance like i have that ability um so i really yeah. can taste things so when nick gives me a profile of the wine i can pick out certain things that i want to kind of work with and it highlight. and then you got to yes. try you got to yeah, taste it like it. my palate is everyone's palate <clears throat> is different mm-hmm. um mine is i really i don't know i can i i have a sense i guess about it no, that's great. I um, think so. that's such a cool. Yeah, I, it, it work. I mean, I love. I mean, I love food. I mean, this reason why I cook is yes. because I love. I love eat. Like yes. I love food. I love the. I love smelling it. I love just kind of immersing yourself in a new mm-hmm. ingredient. Um, I, I love food. I mean, that's the reason why I cook is because if you're in the kitchen, you get access to to the food first <laughs> yes there you go right it's the first, first That's thing <laughs> so there the, there you go well, i was going to ask you too um you know what inspires you too on a daily basis to come up with new recipes or how do you hmm. find your inspiration well i'm a little or food or well it's through people so yeah. a lot of times i have to um come up with specific menus for people so you know cookbooks or what have you um i I'm always into the New York Times food section. Um, those are important just to keep up on trends. Um, food is a very vast subject. You, you, there, you'll never know everything, and I find that to be kind of interesting and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, you know, it's sometimes it's the whim of the you know, of, of day, my day. Season. And sometimes it's what I see at the market. Sometimes it's, you know, somebody uh-huh. needs something specific. Um, yeah. And you, you um, also partner with a lot of the local farms or right? any local farms 
um, in New Jersey that you want to uh, well Silverton Farms mention? In, yeah, yeah they, they were great you know they provided um, a lot of beautiful produce mm-hmm. for the Soul Kitchen dinner my rock and roll dinner yes and um, yeah they're just you know great and actually you know what I just um, I the small business development center of Monmouth and Ocean County which of course is you know a great place to me I took a lot of small business classes there I am on their advisory board now, and through them, I met the grown in Monmouth, uh, Monmouth County executive director. So okay. he's really pushing for local chefs, people to start using Monmouth County products. So that was, you know, oh, I'm, that's great I'm, to yeah. know. So that's launching in March, I think. But it's a, it's a really Great. like they're putting together yeah. a database and resource anyway. It's, All right, it's just a fantastic. It's good. I so I learned. I, I hope to meet more people. Yeah, you know, throughout definitely. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And support um, local farms. Now you mentioned the um, the rock and roll references. So yes. I loved. Well, first of all, you're well, you're very rock and roll, Carrie. <laughs> no, no, no. Your Soul <laughs> Kitchen uh, dinner. What were some of the names of the um, the dishes? Oh, what was uh, so uh, here we go. So uh, it was five course dinner, which maybe uh-huh. was a little aggressive my first time. No, out. it was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> um, but so it was a rock and roll inspired dinner because I love music. Um, music like food, you know, I think you learn a certain coda of technique, and then once you learn those basics, then you can kind of experiment from there. So I that's how I find music and food are kind of similar. Um, both so, make you feel a certain way, and it can put you it's in a, a great sense, mood. Yeah, it like puts you in a great mood, and yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, so, my dinner, uh, five courses. The first course was tangerine by Led mm-hmm. Zeppelin, mm-hmm. Uh, and the second course was a fish course, Green River by Credence, and third was maybe my personal favorite course was glass onion mm. by the beatles and dixie chicken with a little <laughs> bit of tennessee lamb and then dessert was strawberry letter 23 mm. by the brothers johnson so um so good i just i needed it's a theme that i had been working on for a long time and it was kind of the perfect venue and to see that I mean, that was a very creative place for me to be. Um, I'm not doing food like that for my personal chef clients no, all yes, the time. That's like yes, restaurant food. Sure. When I'm making food for my personal chef clients, I have to think, like, two days from now, is that going to heat up well? Is exactly. it still going to taste as phenomenal as it does on Monday as it does on Wednesday? So I really have to think that through. Those were more ephemeral dishes that mm-hmm. were, you know, of the moment. A rock and roll... Um dishes and how they are yeah. you know you could be more creative at this event because um you know it, it's such a cool venue and it uh, it gives the the chefs right of freedom so it was really nice for me to it was just really nice for me to kind of feel like that creative chef um and i just i loved how the dishes came together and they looked so um, rock and roll and yeah they did they just i was just so i was really cool. proud of them and the glass onion course I'd been trying to think of for a long time. Um, so I got those beautiful, sweet little onions from Farmer Tom of Silverton Farms. And what was great about them is that they were so sweet and so delicious. And I was able to, you know, kind of steam poach them. So that was like the translucent type glass piece. Um, 
but with the glass onion, not every, things aren't always as they seem. So it ended. It was a very, very rich dish where I, you know, I stuffed the beautiful glass onion, if you will, with a very umami rich Parmigiano mousse, and then had a reduced beef um, uh, stock that went with it. So unintentionally, it kind of ended up being this inside-out French onion soup, if you will, because people. Ooh. I mean, when I announced the course, because I was able to announce the course be- before each each one, I was able to, you know, to talk about it a little bit, and I encouraged people to, like, cut into it and get it all together. And, um, you know, they loved... I-, I was so happy as a chef. I got See. people to eat an entire onion. Oh. That is, like, an insane... <laughs> For me, that is a tri- like that's such a triumph. And oh, people they, they loved, loved they it. loved it. I remember them talking yeah, about so it. Yeah, so it was that was just like a thrilling. It was great. a thrilling night for me. A lot of people who knew me came out. A lot of people who didn't know me came came out. Um, it was it was a great night. Yeah. I had to sign a plate, and it's on the wall. That's like so it was neat. Big, well, I was, was outside big, as everyone was mingling, and I you know like again, it's like oh, how do you know Marcy? It was, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was telling their Marcy story. Oh, I, you know, well, my friend brought me or, you know, my friend uses her as a personal chef. And so it was it was really cool. What a, yeah. It was a really spectacular evening. Thank you. And Your support such was a cool awesome. vibe, such a cool energy in there. Oh, they're as great well. people. And they're, mean, it was, they're all for a great mission. And, yeah. you know, it was a it was a great fundraiser. But, you know, about the rock and roll question. Yes. And why? Um, well, first of all, the lyrics are always so good and they're already well written. Oh, yeah. So I kind and of like people think in just, song lyrics sometimes. Yeah, um, they can relate to them. Yeah, so um, I just um, I am a huge concert goer. I love I love going to concerts. I you know I will admit I have seen quite quite a lot of fish shows. Um, they are also students of rock and roll. Yes. Um, so a lot of the songs that I'm into, you know, Fish has covered them. They're just like respectful rock and roll you know students I think Mm -hmm. and I do you know I love seeing live music um so I think that way sometimes yeah it's authentic to you and your it sure is and and what gets you excited what's you know what what your passion and you know it's already like if I'm something is purple like I need to like there's already so much great imagery out there that you know I, I just pull from it because you know I also and you're listening to music in the background. I am listening to music. I can tell and I, you're I'm cooking. All... I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks like so much yeah. fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Nobody you're wants like to... stirring a pot. Yeah, and you I'm have... pretty intense in the kitchen. You have so... like Ozzy in the background. Yeah, <laughs> it's That's fantastic. Me. No, but you know, Instagram stories. Just let me tell. I I I stay to the end when I read yours mm-hmm. because I'm always like, oh, what song is next? Like it's really oh, cool. Thanks, Mary. And, uh, Always fun following you. Um, so I think we talked a little bit about where you want to be at this time next year. Some more yes. cooks to join, maybe a delivery yes. person to yes. help support you so you can just concentrate on your yeah. on cooking and, yeah. and being I need the face it. with your clients. What I really want is um, a storefront that's not necessarily a storefront. Um, mm-hmm. My own kitchen to work out of and then you know be able to build a staff upon that. Um, I think I'm pretty ready to go like I know people that will work with me mm-hmm. um, which is a nice feeling because I've worked with them before and they're supportive and care and they're good people yeah um, exciting yeah right now I'm just you know honing the business plan which is always like in perpetuity you yes. know being rewritten um, 
And then just looking for investors because I'm at a point where, honestly, my business has grown so much, I need to be able to keep up without um, killing myself. Yes. Because <laughs> I know you do catering yeah. events as well. I do. In addition to the personal chef I do. services. So if you have a holiday, well, the holidays are over, but any sort, sort of holiday party or, my parties, or celebration. Right. I, I mean, like my personal chef, it's catering is catering is fun. Catering is like parties. I love parties. Mm-hmm. Like who doesn't love? And people like to have you there because you're so much fun. It's almost like you're part yeah. of the... When I'm working, you know, I'm, you know, I keep it, I keep it pretty tight yes. until I really know you, and then, yes. then, I'll, then the sense of humor comes yes. out. I want people to be well fed. Exactly. It's not, you know, I don't, you know, I can't always bring out all the, all the hilarity, but um, I know, I love it. But I love parties. I love saying the word parties. I love helping people design parties. I love someone to say like, I am interested in having a. French inspired bistro dinner, you know, for my husband's 50th birthday. And I would like to have steak au poivre. And, you know, 54 steak au poivres later, mm. you know, they had an amazing, yeah, an amazing birthday dinner. Um, so I really like having people's visions come out, yeah, um, for the parties and executing them and have everybody be happy. Yeah, it is my that's... greatest, greatest thrill. And whenever I cater at the end, People always have the impetus to hug me and to thank me, um, yeah, which is like a great experience. Totally. Like they, because they feel like so happy. they feel like they were taken care of mm-hmm. and they didn't have to do anything. I like the service that I provide to be intuitive. Yes, so hosts aren't looking for things. You know, you never, you never really want that. I need to be a step ahead of the guest, so you can kind of anticipate what they need before they know that they need it and it's there and it's there and yes it's just, that's they that, can enjoy the event that, they don't i'm have very to worry. into i'm very into service like that and um, even the staff like um you know the few catering events that i've been to the people you bring on board part of your team they all follow that same philosophy everyone was just one step ahead like you know either pouring the glass right. or, or bringing or clearing your plate and just so friendly and i feel like that whole your whole vibe of um, you know your brand because everyone who works with you is representing your brand, right? And they, um, you know, they. I, I felt like I could hug everybody too, right? <laughs> so that says it's a lot. So good. I mean, some of that is luck. I mean, yes. the restaurant industry. Some you have serious professionals, mm-hmm. and then you have people who are just kind of, you know, in and out. Um, so it's about hiring the people back that are good, a good fit for yes. you, and then you know, making sure and that they, they are. They get it, but also making sure that they feel like a welcome part of the mm-hmm. team. Yeah, no, that's so I like su- awesome. you know I like suggestions. Yeah, no, that's so. that is that is great. Um, so I have one more question. You know, someone who's looking to start their own business or their mm. own brand, and and in your industry, whether it be a chef or you know start a catering business, um, what advice would you give them? Is there anything that you did that or you didn't do that you might have done differently, or any? Um, any words of wisdom from mm. your experience? Well, I think that the old me, I used to say no to things because conditions weren't necessarily perfect or I was afraid to put myself out there. I think when you're first starting your business, you may have an idea of what your business plan is, or, but sometimes you just have to say yes. I don't know. I say at first, my first, where, where am I in my business right now? Yeah, uh, three and a half 
plus, yeah, three and a half years. Okay. Um, those first two, two and a half years, even now, I say yes. I say yes to lots of things because it just opens you up to new people. Um, it just it opens up to new people, new experiences, new new things to see if you can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to say that I couldn't have a business for lots of different reasons um, in my previous life, but then, you know, I said like it forced me to to get out there and do it, and um, I don't know. I just it's just say just say yes, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think. I think there are some things that I didn't necessarily think about when I started my business. And for me, because I am an overthinker, um, mm-hmm. I like to see <laughs> lots of different variables of lots of different things. Um, I kind of ignored that piece a little bit and just kind of went forward. So I I was more open to making mistakes. So I would just, you know, stay who you are with your brand, mm-hmm. but... You know, and if you have be to do, open. be open. If you things have, will evolve. Yeah, mm-hmm. you meet new people. Um, sometimes, if you have to do things for free to get your name out there, do it. But then, after a while, you get a sense of like what's really working you for know, you, what's not what's working for time. you. But you, yes. it takes you a little bit of time to understand what what that's going to be, and like, oh, am I taking being taken advantage of, or is this really good for me? Well. At least I met, you know, these two people. Something comes so, out yeah, of something it. always comes out Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Something always I, comes I, out of it. I so. agree. I'm getting out there. Yeah, and, so um, a previous me maybe wouldn't have done that. But now I just kind of say, oh, okay, let's do it. No, that's such great advice because I found yeah. that too. I've always been a perfectionist and, you know, even um, doing this podcast, I'm like, oh, you know, I say like um, – Nothing. It's not always perfect, but sure. you just have to dive in, do it, and right. um, and just say yes and uh, and uh, discover that uh, you know it, it's it's worth it. And right, it's a lot of fun. But it, it just you just grow from everything. And, yeah, it and takes a little time to understand. You have to say yes to a lot of things, before, so you're immersed in a lot of different situations to see if later those same types of situations are going to work for you. Exactly. Um, yes. So it just, try it it's out. just about yeah. Try it out. I what love have you it. Got to lose. I know. No, that's great. Um, well, this was so cool learning about your story and um, your your personal chef services, uh, which are amazing. So uh, your Thanks, website Carrie. is. <laughs> I always love hanging out with Marcy. It's so much fun. We uh, definitely could talk for for uh, hours. I um, know. And so relishyourchef.com correct is your website. Correct. Look for a relaunch and in a February. Coming of, soon. Coming soon. 2018. And definitely, definitely follow her on social media. Relish your chef relish be the same chef. on every platform <laughs> exactly i know don't make people look for you relish your chef relish, relish your, your chef. chef and follow her instagram stories because they're a lot of fun and Thank you will look you. at you know grocery shopping in a whole new way <laughs> <laughs> anyone i am also a self-proclaimed whole foods expert she is she is yes i know That's i know like my amazon kitchen should totally hire me to help them i love it i Definitely. know they should well, Marcy is awesome, so please check her out. And if you have any other questions, um, uh, she's definitely uh, the coolest chef I know in town and oh, around. Shucks. Oh, shucks. So thanks again, Marcy. Have a, a great day. And All right. I'll definitely uh, Relish talk your soon. day, Carrie. Relish your day. Relish your day, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>